Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1023. Never be afraid to get your hands dirty because that can apply to so many different things. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Frankie Waters. Hey, Frankie, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, yeah. All right. Frankie Waters is passionate about automotive restoration, and her current project, a 1967 Mustang Fastback, is a vehicle her grandpa spotted that was in a guy's backyard since 1986, and that was two years ago. Since then, she's done rust repair, paint, welding, replaced restored parts and rebuilt the motor. She won a video competition, writes a blog, and started her own YouTube channel that has a growing number of subscribers. Frankie's been featured in Mustang Monthly Magazine, appeared on a video with Kelly Kaw from Steroids, and Rob Kennan, editor of Mustang Monthly Magazine. And oh, did I mention that Frankie's only 14 years old? I think I forgot that little fact. So Frankie, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about a very obvious passion for automobiles. Yeah, I love working on my car. I, I'm i 14 years old and I've been working on this car for a little over two years. And it's just been like a roller coaster. It's so fun. So fun. Well, we'll have some fun walking through your life. But as we start off here, Cars, yeah, I always ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that has a meaning for you. And it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars yeah so frankie take the wheel i think my success quote would be never be afraid to get your hands dirty because that can apply to so many different things not just cars like you can't be afraid to well it's a great saying and for a young person like yourself and it's a it's a great metaphor for cars of course because i watched your video of when you first got that mustang and you were talking about blasting it with water and there was all sorts of spiders and black widows and things pouring out of that car so let me ask you this if you were to talk to another young person who thinks oh i couldn't do that i've never done that before i'm too young to do something like that what kind of advice would you give them i would say if you really want to do it then just go for it you can't just think in your mind oh i want to do that so bad but you know i can't no there's no excuse You, you can just do it There you go. There are no excuses. I like that. There's another great quote for us. Well, let's go back in time and have you share a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment when you think back when you knew that you were a car girl? Before I got my car, my dad had a a 1967 Mustang Fastback 2. And one night we were looking online and my dad was asking me, would this be something that you would like to do? And I was like, yeah, we didn't think much of it at the time but my grandpa found this amazing deal uh from the sky for a 67 mustang fastback and we're like well do you really want to do this i was like yeah and so my grandpa and my dad went and go got and went and got it (laughs) (laughs) went and got it there you go you know this is interesting because a lot of times people think well girls aren't into cars they're into fashion they're into something else They're not into cars, maybe just for boys. But uh, let me ask you this. Uh, When you 
started telling some of your friends that this is something that you were going to do, what kind of response did you get from some of them? They were just like, they were speechless. They're like, you're into cars? (laughs) Of course. Yes, I am. Is your dad into cars? Has he been, uh, does he have a car business or does he restore cars or do you have a garage that's full of car stuff? Well, he's currently restoring his own 1967 Mustang Fastback. So we have the same model car. Oh, cool. Cool. Well, your dad's a smart guy because here's a nice way for you two to bond even better and spend some time together and share a trade with you is, is working on cars or restoring cars something that you see in your future beyond just schooling? Or do you think it's something you might want to do as a profession? Um, I'm leaning towards like the medical field, but I'm definitely thinking of still restoring cars like on the side. Sure, exactly, exactly. Well, kudos to you for uh, going down that uh, that avenue with your education. And uh, when you get into the medical field, the pay scale there will allow you to have some extra money to go and play with cars on the side. So I have a, a good friend, uh, Bill. He's a neurosurgeon who wow. is a big fan of cars and spends a lot of time in his garage working on cars. And he told me, well, I'm just a mechanic under the hood. Same with my patients. I'm just looking into their brain when I'm doing my mechanic work and uh, the same in his garage. So sounds like a bright future for you. So let's take a look at some of the challenges you faced in restoring this car, because I would assume this is a huge learning curve. Everything you do is something new for you. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So you've done all sorts of things from body work and paint and metal and engine building and having to acquire parts and the cost for all these parts and the time. What's been the biggest challenge for you in this process? I'm trying to get over like fear because there's some things that you have to cut and weld. And sometimes that could be scary because you're afraid of something hitting you. But after knowing that there's all these things that can shield you from flying parts, then (laughs) I'm able to do that. Absolutely. Well, you know, this is a valuable lesson in life, and uh, my listeners have heard this before. My father taught me this when I was young, when I I must have been afraid to do something, and he said, you know what? Fear is an acronym for this. False evidence assumed real. And the whole idea there is that what you're afraid of, you're afraid of things that really are not fearful. You just haven't tried them yet. Is that your experience? Yeah, it's because like if you don't try something, then you're saying to yourself, well, this might happen, this might happen, but you just have to throw those thoughts out the window and just try it. (laughs) Absolutely. So of all the different parts of this restoration process you're working on, what was the most fearful thing that you faced? At first, I think it was welding because knowing that if you don't wear the right thing, you can get sunburned, or if you look at it without a mask, then you might be blind. (laughs) So... (laughs) After getting all of the equipment that I needed, then after trying it for the first time, I actually really enjoy welding. It's an interesting process. It's very methodical, and you really have to focus, and it's a learning process that you get better and better and better at. So, well, this is pretty cool. I I think the fact that you've been hands-on and everything is absolutely fantastic, and I have a feeling you're an inspiration. Not only I see in our Skype here, you have a, a little brother in your family but also to your friends and stuff to say, you know what? You can learn how to weld. It's not just a guy thing. So I think that's pretty cool. Well, how about 
uh, aha moment. It's one of those times when you're working on your project and you go, ah, yeah, I see. This makes sense to me. I would assume you've had a few aha moments in this whole process, but is there one that really stands out? I think just the whole experience is kind of, it's like surreal. Like once you get to a certain point, you're like, wow, I only have like this much left. And this is all stuff that I'm capable of. It's like, wow. (laughs) I made it. I got through it. Well, you had an interesting experience because you got contacted by Mustang Monthly and some other people who caught wind of what you were doing, just much like I did, and wanted to learn about, well, what's this little girl doing restoring a car? This is so out of the what we would call the norm for most people. So when you think about some of those experiences, why don't you walk our listeners through some of the cool things that have come out of this process? After I started gaining a little bit of a following on Facebook, we're like, Hmm, well, this is something people like. They like seeing younger people working on cars. So I decided to make a YouTube channel and apply for some competitions. And I won my first one from Branda Performance. And then I was contacted by Must, I mean, not Must, uh, Courtney Barber from Team Mustang Girls to write articles for her blog. And I was like, that's going to be really fun. And so after that, a while later, I was contacted by Mustang Monthly. And they're like, we would like to do like a video on you and maybe be featured in the, the magazine. And that was that's like the biggest thing and the most <laughs> exciting thing that happened. Oh, very cool. And kudos to you for uh, putting yourself out there. I think the lesson I, I learned from this from you is, When you're doing something pretty cool, and nowadays, versus when I was your age, there are so many ways to share this with others, YouTube, Facebook, and the fact that you went out and you shared your experience with others, I would assume you've inspired a lot of young women to go out and try this as well. Have you been contacted by any other girls who've said, hey, because of what I saw, I'm doing something like this now? I've had a few younger girls say that you're that I'm an inspiration to them. And I've had um, kids' parents contact me and say, hey, you inspired me to ask my kids if they would like to do this. And one person said, um, I already bought a car for my son that's not born yet. And he's going <laughs> to be doing the same exact thing as you are. Well, that's jumping ahead of the gun. <laughs> Buying a car for a child is not born, but I, I like the enthusiasm. That's pretty darn cool. Throughout this whole process, is there anything that has really made you feel really proud about this? I think being able to just get to the point where I'm at, I never thought I could do that. But with help and asking questions and everything, it here, got far. Here you go. Yeah. Well, the great lesson there to teach others is, Don't be afraid to ask for help, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have there been some places that you've gone where you've learned, and beyond your dad, because if your dad is a car guy, he can teach you a whole lot, but are there some other places that you've gone and seeked information that have been really helpful? Yes. If I needed parts or anything, I didn't really like talking to people over the phone. (laughs) For me, it was scary, but I had to get over that. And once you started talking, you realized, well... You actually get a lot of information out of this. You get help. So can't be afraid to do that. Oh, absolutely. Again, overcoming those fears is so important. And the thing for 
everyone to remember is when you're seeking out help in the car community, I've learned, and you're my 1,023rd guest here. So I've talked to a lot of people in the last four years. Car people love to share their history. They love to share their knowledge. And all you have to do is tell somebody, I'm into cars, I need some help, and then be quiet and listen. And you'll get more information than you ever wanted, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it goes back to that getting over your fears. So awesome job there. Well, you know, this next question I asked all my guests, and most of my guests are a lot older than you. I asked them, what was your first really special car? Now, we know what your first really special car is, right? So I think what I want to do with this question is say, what is it about the Mustang Fastback that was so intriguing to you? Because you're only 14, so when you go all the way back to the 60s when these fastbacks were being built, I mean, that's a long time ago, way, way back when your dad was probably a young man and your mom was a young woman. So what is it about the Mustang that you love so much? I think I was drawn to the Mustang because my dad had one, and seeing all the parts and stuff, I was like, I really like the Mustangs, and we could share knowledge on it and things like that. And I just like love the body of the car, just like strong. Sure, exactly. Now, obviously, you don't have your driver's license yet, right? No, no not yet. So, but have you been able to get behind the wheel of like is your dad's Mustang restored already? Is it drivable? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. So, have you ever been able to actually drive a Mustang, maybe in a private parking lot or anything like that? Yes, I I have one time, and that was when I was at the Ten Tech Center for the Mustang monthly video shoot, I was able to drive one of their um, Week to Wicked Mustangs, and it was such an amazing experience. It was so cool. What kind of Mustang was that? I think it was a 66. Oh, so an older car. Yes. Ah, very, very cool. Very cool. Was it a manual or automatic transmission? I think it was automatic because, well, I didn't really shift it at all. So I'm not quite sure. Okay. Okay. Well, I would assume your car being the year it is, is going to be, well, it could be an automatic, but are you going to make it a like a four or five speed or are you going to make it an automatic car? I'm going to make it an automatic car. That's what you'll start with. Okay. There yeah. you go. All right. Now, if you had to stop the whole process right now of working on this car and for some reason it had to end, what would be your best memory about this process? I think meeting all the new people because within the car uh, restoration hobby, there's such a great community and everyone loves helping each other out. Absolutely. Do you think this is a car you'll ever sell? No, I will never sell this car. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Frankie, here's a little word of wisdom based on all the past guests I've talked to. Almost every car enthusiast who gets older wishes they'd never sold their first car. Almost every one of them, if it was special. Most people's first car is not very special. It's kind of a cheap junk jalopy kind of thing. But your car is special because you built it. So I think you need to put a little note in the glove box that says, don't ever sell this car because there'll be times in your life when you might be tempted for some reason, maybe to use that money for something different. But just remember this conversation. Don't ever sell that car, okay? Yeah. (laughs) All right, cool. So tell us a little bit more about what has you excited about the future with this build of this car. What's left to do on it before you can roll it out of the driveway and take it for a drive that very first time? Well, I still need to get interior. I still need 
brakes and I need to install like the transmission and the motor still. But I'm hoping to have that finished by the birthday of turning 15. Oh, cool. Very, very cool. Now, I know a lot of listeners out there might be going, oh, well, it must be nice to have parents that buy you all these parts and not very hard. But I know that you raise your own money for a lot of these parts on this car. So some of the ways that you might inspire other young people to be able to earn enough money to build a project like this. Well, at first, I was saving up change in my piggy banks. And one day we decided to videotape me just smashing them. And just the process of getting it to the bank to see how much there is. And that raised a lot of money. Also, just for through archery, I if I get a certain amount of points, then I get car parts that way too. Oh, so you're into archery. Yes. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Well, I think the key takeaway for me here is, you know what? There's lots of chores to be done. Go out there and find ways to earn money. You can do all sorts of things these days, from mowing lawns to starting your own YouTube page to selling products, uh, creating projects, doing things for other people. So I think it's great that you're earning your own way through this process. I think the lesson, in fact, I know the lesson because I had to do the same thing with my cars, will be you will value it so much more when the project is done, but especially it's all the work that you're doing for it. So very cool. What has you most excited right now about the prospect of having this Mustang done by the time you have your driver's license? I think uh, since my motor was just recently finished, that just, if you think about it, there's not a lot left to do in order to get my car running. And so just knowing that by June, my car is going to be running that just motivates me to get as much done as I can. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I wish, well, I'm sure somebody will be there with a video camera the first time you fire that thing up uh, to see yeah. the look on your face. So that'll be really fun. Well, here's a very introspective question I ask all my guests. If Frankie Waters was a car, what kind of car would Frankie be and why? I think it would be the same model that I have because it's such like a strong car and it just like looks confident and you got to be confident in yourself. So I think I'd be a 67 Mustang. Fan. Very cool. I like the way you framed that answer. Very nicely done. Well, Frankie, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Harsha sponsors. Hey, this is Mark Green. You know, I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school. That was way back in 1975. This month, I'm offering you, as a Cars Yow listener, a very special deal. Starting April 16th, 2018, through April 30th, 2018, you'll receive 10% off all NOAA Fabric custom car covers and 10% off all Wolf ready-fit semi-custom covers. Simply use the code CARSYOW upon checkout at Covercraft.com. NOAA is the most popular outdoor fabric specially made by Kimberly Clark to protect your special vehicle. It provides maximum protection from the harmful UV rays of the sun, rain, dust, those nasty bird droppings, snow, dings, and it's breathable, and it's very soft on your paint. Wolf ready-fit semi-custom covers are an economical option and provide indoor and outdoor protection for your special car. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me later, and your car will thank me too. That's Covercraft.com, and be sure to use the code CARSYA at checkout. That's Covercraft.com. 
Com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Dot com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Frankie, we are back and we're entering the last lap. This is where I fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners a very quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready? Yes. Here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Don't be afraid to ask questions. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And then listen to learn, right? (laughs) There you go. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success with this restoration project? I think the best thing that I learned is just to get over fear. That was the biggest thing for me. Yeah, that's a reoccurring theme here. And I think that's a great lesson to learn. And There's a lot of adults that haven't learned that lesson. They're afraid to go look for a new job. They're afraid to even ask somebody out on a date, perhaps, or they're afraid to go try something new. And you know what? Life's too short. Get over it. Move on. Just what could happen? All you could hear is a no. Okay, (laughs) move on to the next project. Now, how about a resource? There are lots of resources. And I would assume you've learned, like you mentioned Tony Branda. I bought a lot of parts from my Mustang back when I had one from him. It's a great supplier. Uh, is there a great resource that you found that you'd like to share with the Cars yeah audience? Yes. Um, my dad, my grandpa, Google has helped me because you can look up multiple things there. And um, also Facebook because there's a lot of different groups you can talk to and they're really helpful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All oh, those are great resources. And you're fortunate to have your dad and your grandpa in your life. They're supporting what you're doing as well. That's for sure. Okay, now this is an interesting question. I always ask my guests, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with someone in the automotive field, living or deceased, who would it be? And I think for you, of course, maybe we'll make it a lemonade, okay? Yes. (laughs) There you go. I would go with Henry Ford. I know that's a very big person, but he accomplished so much. Like, he invented assembly lines, which sped up a lot of of work. And I think I would just talk to him and ask him a couple questions. Uh, Yeah, I think Henry Ford was an amazing character. And here's something to think about. You probably know this, Frankie. When he started his factory, there was no power grid. He had to build his own power station to power (laughs) his factory. I mean, stop and think about that, the complexities of that, and the fact that he was able to overcome it. I think it'd be pretty cool to bring him back now and show him Ford Company today ford motor company and what they're doing and how far they've come yeah that'd be an interesting conversation 
One thing I would recommend to you you might try, Frankie, is audiobooks. Uh, for a lot of people that maybe don't enjoy reading or they're busy and they can't read a lot of books, you can get audiobooks on your phone and you can listen to some really amazing books, whether they're fiction or nonfiction. Uh, it could be even, they might even do audiobooks on repair manuals. I don't know. They, they very well might, but uh, you can get them on your phone. You can access the library for free and listen to all sorts of cool stuff while you're out there working on your car. It's a pretty neat way. Yeah, my kids and my wife do a lot of audiobook listening when they're either exercising or doing their hobbies or artwork or whatever they might be doing. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources Frankie has shared on her Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Frankie Waters, and that page will pop right up. All right, Frankie, we're up to the checkered flag. And this next question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world. Doesn't matter what it is or how much it costs. I'm going to buy it for you and park it in your garage. But this is the key. You can't have any other car in your garage. So got to get rid of the Mustang. That's what makes this question so hard. So what's that car going to be and why? I think I'd keep my car. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of memories. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm glad you answered that way, Frankie. And I think it's really, it's a valuable lesson that most people don't learn until much later in life. But I've had a handful of people out of a thousand plus people now that would just keep one of the cars they had. And it was all about not so much the car, but the memories. So you are wise beyond your years, young lady. (laughs) Most definitely. Very cool. That 67 Mustang will stay in Frankie's garage. Well, Frankie, you've taken us on a great ride today. Been a great inspiration. And I've really enjoyed getting to talk to you. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey. I'm sure you're going to have many, many journeys ahead of you in life. Would you offer our listeners one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before that one day you drive off into the sunset in that 67 Mustang? I'd say it doesn't matter how old or how young. If you have a passion for something, that you should follow it. Absolutely. Great advice. And what's the best way for our listeners to keep tabs on what you're doing? Well, you can find me on Facebook or YouTube by the name Frankie's Garage. And that way you can follow all my progress. There you go. Well, listeners, I'll make sure I put all those links on Frankie's show notes page. Keep an eye on this young woman. I think there's great things ahead for you, Frankie. This has been really fun. And you know what? You're the youngest person that's ever been on Cars Yeah. So, woohoo! yeah, there you go. You set a record for me here. The oldest being uh, Ed Iskandarian in his early 90s. So there's a wide range of people here on Cars Yeah. But uh, very well-spoken, uh, very smart young lady. Uh, really proud of what you've done. You should be as well. And I look forward to seeing what the future brings for you. So, Frankie, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your life with us. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you so much. Thank you. You take care of your cars. But who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866 
on a plan. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.